<laughs> That's kind of the problem I was having. You're back at the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum. I'm your host, Michael McCallum. This is an internet broadcasting podcast brought to you by my film company, Rebel Pictures, and the Michigan Business Network. We're in studio remotely with my good friend and frequent Rebel Pictures collaborator, a wonderful sound recordist, podcaster, filmmaker, Christian Bring It All. So now, now we come to the point, the caboose on the train. So... Take a deep breath, Christian, and let's tell the listeners where (laughs) and how and why you love the Star Wars prequels so much. Oh, oh boy. You've opened a big can here. Uh, I don't... I grew up with those films. I'm just going to sit back and you just... Yeah? (laughs) And the... (laughs) No, uh, the prequel trilogy, I grew up watching them. I watched Phantom Menace when I was a young boy, obviously. (laughs) But, no, I don't know. (laughs) This is your chance. I know. And you're just, you're you're searching for words. You're getting Turning into a soup sandwich over here. No. (laughs) No, for real, though, I just grew up watching those movies. I with the effects, the characters, the story. I know you, in your generation, you grew up with the original trilogy, so you have a special relationship with those films and with yes, Han Solo. We did. <laughs> we, after the Michael Spanish, turned into an 80-year-old. After the Spanish-American War, we started watching the original trilogy. Darth Vader was my favorite. I went to high school with, with, with a lot of the characters that were in it. That's you sound about how old Han Solo is in the sequel trilogy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, yeah, the the original trilogy always holds a special place in my heart. Though, just the kind of intergalactic swashbuckling of it mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know to lucas's credit the kind of taken from things of the hidden fortress and the samurai element with the lightsabers and the hero's journey and the absolutely undeserved misfortune of of luke skywalker and great characters great villains in it and that's why anything after just doesn't hold up mm. See, I have to disagree. There we go. Because the prequel trilogy, it everything in the plot and the narrative is there. It's just the execution is what most people would argue. Sure, and I like feel, the recipe's there, but yes, I'm eating out of a diaper. But maybe you've cooked it too long or not diaper. left it <laughs> out the diaper. But no, the, the story, everything, I think it tells a great story in terms of like mirroring the rise of the Third Reich and sure. with what happened with Palpatine and him kind of being a predator sort of figure to Anakin to try and sway him to the dark side and become his apprentice and all that. I think a lot of people underestimate Hayden Christensen's performance. A lot of people hate him. A lot of, Well, not so much these days. He's kind of growing on the fan base again, which is strange. But Like he, moss in a damp dark basement 
<laughs> but he get, all right i don't want to go off no, on the no, character no but. no please please okay. this is, i'm giving i'm not trying to crap on no, 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 things no, no. that you enjoy as as a young man growing into adulthood i just for me personally mm-hmm. i find the story take all the effects and all the it's purely just if you want to look at the story watching hitler become hitler is just not interesting oh. to me and and knowing how the original is now it's just a cash cow and they're entertaining and they're fun it's a little unfortunate but you know it's this, it's a very similar thing with a lot of the superhero films MCU or or DC is there's a formula there and Absolutely. that's the thing that I'm getting sick mm-hmm. of is the formula you know um so i understand completely what you're saying the la- it, the last star wars movie that came out the la- the uh, the rise of skywalker that when i saw it on release night i had a blast but were you going to say no I'm, just, oh. I'm listening no when i saw it on release night i had a fantastic time but the more time you spend with it and look at it and realize the missed opportunities the missteps why didn't they include anakin speaking to his grandson when his Kylo Ren has been hung up on living out Vader's legacy the whole time. It would have been incredibly powerful to have Anakin show up to, t- to tell him, don't make the same mistakes now, I did. So, so why do you think that is, though? Because is it is it too many, you know, the old adage of too many cooks in the kitchen, too many demographics, too many, we can't do this because of this, where I think... Too many people to please. Well, like a lot of your fan films sometimes have a pure thing to them whatever it is mm-hmm. it could be you know halloween or or anything uh that they're telling kind of a story from a perspective of being such a true fan that they're connecting they know the you know the folklore in the in the history of that franchise better than sometimes the people working on it do mm-hmm. and I think for me, though, is like, just let the damn thing die. Like, move <laughs> on. Do like Firefly, right? Like, he, Joss Whedon created, you know, he. it's a great show. I've heard very great things and, about it. And, yeah. But, it, you know, it didn't do well, and they had they cut it. But if you want to make another intergalactic swashbuckling, just make a whole new world. Just make a whole mm. new universe. But there's so much money tied up in it and marketing that they'll never let yeah. it. It's, one friend of mine put it great in the Marvel movies, too. He was like, they're just a perpetual medium. We're in the middle of it. We're constantly, it's never going to end. So there, it doesn't feel like there's any resolution, well, truly. At some point, I think you might get diminishing returns eventually. That's kind of what happened with Star Wars. Because just all the fans got so pissed off about The Last Jedi that they didn't want to give The Rise of Skywalker an opportunity. Well, that's a flawed movie in itself anyways. But no, I think it's they had a really golden opportunity to keep Star Wars fresh and alive and to actually keep the story there. And <laughs> to keep the story intact, to pay respect and complete that circle because... The ring theory I'm huge on, the connections between the prequel trilogy and the parallels with the original trilogy and the original trilogy with the sequel trilogy, that it was all there. Greatness could have been in the making, but I feel like they really kind of biffed it up at the end there by not 
following through on certain things and not including certain aspects and not paying enough respect to the first three prequel films. There's barely any reference to those in the sequel trilogy or even or the last film in the saga, the ninth film. And I think if you want to complete and have this idea of the Skywalker saga, then you need to have some concrete connections to the first three prequel trilogies, even if they're not critically acclaimed or even by the fan base. You need to have that connective tissue to have this sort of epic storyline be complete. And I feel they didn't pay enough respect to the prequel trilogy. And you're like, I don't want to pay any respect to that piece of shit. But no, no, no. I... I, I... I haven't seen, I I got really burned out after Force Awakens. I was like, I'm I'm just, I don't want to, I kind of felt the same way. And I know, you know, there's a lot of people that love it. But I just, you know, it is Star Wars over. It's just remixed. And it's, it's sadly for me, it was kind of what The Walking Dead was, is that I just literally lost interest in, I think it was the third season, and I never do this, but I was like partway through an episode that I had rented that I was like, I just don't even care. I just remember, Ah. I don't ever do this. I just stopped it and just took the disc out, and I was like, I'm just, I don't care. The show became its namesake. It was just Walking Dead. Just ended. Um, <laughs> they're, they're finally ending the show, and just and also some and well, they've made like two spinoffs now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, I, I get the idea that it's a cash cow, but where is the? I guess I like the thing that Scorsese said was that in the seventies, you know, there were auteurs and studios and financiers said, "Look, we got to make money on this." And this is a sure shot. But we're also going to tell some stories that maybe just need to be told. And they might not make a ton of money. They can't have things lose money. But everything isn't going to be Infinity War. It's no. just not going. Everything can't be. No. Everything can't be Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think you're, we're missing out as storytellers and filmmakers of, of movies that maybe don't have all the bells and whistles and it has the biggest movie stars in it and through this tough time i think it kind of separates the people that are serious from the people that are amateurs is get yourself out there make something Mm -hmm. uh the only piece of advice i'd give you christian is uh what we just talked about um don't say that on a first date that's probably (laughs) she's like so what kind of movies do you like you go star wars and then it's just rambling on just play the song, just Ramblin' Man. Just <laughs> by Jim Morrison and Company. No, I'm kidding. By I'm Jim kidding. Morrison and Company. <laughs> it wasn't even the doors. I remember I, I walked to the door and I was like, I moved it, and you were like, Oh, the doors. It was <laughs> it was just like like what happens when you're at grandma's and you just wipe that dust off an old bookshelf. <laughs> So oh, man, boy. it's been it's been a blast having you on. Oh, I really, really thanks appreciate for inviting it. me. Um, one one more time, really quickly, uh, tell folks where they can find, uh, look you up and find your podcast as well. Sure. Uh, well, you can find me on, like I said, Facebook and Twitter mostly. If you want to hear anything that I have to say about anything like politics, there's plenty of that. But 
We also discuss it a little bit on our show, me and Spencer King's show, Sequel Men, the podcast. We've also got a Facebook page for that that you just type it in the search bar and you can find it there. And you can also find us on Twitter. We have new episodes coming out weekly at this point. We're, we are doing Twilight now. And I know Michael said, I'm not watching that. But you, you really should watch them. They got some some uh, some good things in there. I would say, but we're right in the thick of it right now. But yeah, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. I think I'm gonna uh, really tune in when you guys do the Ernest movies. Oh, yeah, we have talked the... about that. We have talked about that. Oh, and three men and a baby. When you <laughs> and the look who's oh, talking yeah. Ghostbusters trilogy. Well, Ghostbusters is different, but like look who's talking and three men and a baby. A couple. Um, that's a gr- those are great movies. Oh yes, I uh, love the second Walter one. Matthau and Jack oh, Lemmon. Hilarious. Or you delving into the Police Academy film. Oh boy, <laughs> we can have you on for that. I know I spoke to you earlier before. I want to come on when you when you will do Porky's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch all the Porky's. Porky, what do you think, Mike? <laughs> Porky's what? three. Porky's. Porky's two, Porky's three makes Porky's two look like Porky's one. <laughs> Ring theory. That was the thing with Jaws where they said like, Jaws three makes Jaws two look like Jaws one. Oh boy! And what does that make Jaws four? <laughs> Revenge. A heated up diaper. Oh boy! Oh boy! So on that note, uh, this has been the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum. Great to have you on, Christian. I would love to have you on down the road, too, as like a periodic guest. We have a good time. So um, big shout-out to all our sponsors, uh, 517 Living, uh, Blue Owl Coffee, Rebel Pictures, Blue Owl Pictures, or uh, Blue Heaven Pictures, I should say. And um, I'm fucking all the the things up now. But uh, River City Studios and the Michigan Business Network, Bad Trip Designs, Meta Collective, um, all those wonderful mid-Michigan and Michigan businesses that you should support. Uh, Big thank you to Jeffrey the Cleaner Mosier and um, Chris Holman, everybody at the Michigan Business Network. So, again, enjoy the light, enjoy the night. It's later than you think.